like a rushing wind, like a wave of fire. However you want, however you want, come like a rushing wind and like a wave of fire. Welcome to Wind of Revival, a podcast about the very best of spirit-filled prayer topics and the Word of God from the vast teaching of prayer by an intercessor and a life coach, a man who's passionate about prayer and equipping people to pray. Each time you will hear mind-blowing sermons as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Now here's your host, Ajima Kwame Sakodie. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into today. Episode. It's a very simple scripture. Let's read it together. One go. Remember Lord's wife. Oh, somebody, I can't hear you at all. Remember Lord's wife. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Sit down on your enemy's head without any apology. Now, the Bible makes us understand this is Jesus Christ himself, you know, uh, preaching a sermon even to his followers and his disciples, even at a point in time. And at this point, Jesus was talking even about the coming. So the Lord Jesus Christ speaking even to his own audience, you know, concerning the coming, the second coming of himself, you, you want to give me your attention this morning, hallelujah, give Amen. me your attention this morning, as he was preaching even to his disciples, Jesus made a statement, and you know, this statement is to be taken and considered carefully, Jesus, after talking about, you know, how the son of man is going to come, how, you know, the whole rapture and the, uh, the, the, the coming of the Lord is going to be Jesus makes a statement and then he tells his people he says that remember Lord's wife remember Lord's wife remember a woman who was married to a man that was called Lord why should we remember Lord's wife now uh, some of us I believe and I know that some of us don't know who Lord is a brother came to church uh, one was it last week or last two weeks Wednesday uh, daddy asked him who is Jacob the brother didn't know I assume that it's not everybody in the church who you know uh, has a knowledge about you know certain Bible characters hallelujah Amen. Uh, are we together this morning yes, and so you know uh, Lot when we talk about Lot Lot was a nephew of Abraham hallelujah and Amen. then Lot's father was Haram. When you read the book of Genesis chapter number 11, the verse number 27, the Bible makes us understand, he, he mentions the names of, you know, uh, the, the, the sons of Terah, you know, so Abraham had a brother called Haram. Hallelujah. Amen. Abraham had a brother called Haram. 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 And yet, Haram. Haram. And yet, Haram. No. What he has here? Yes, Haram. Uh -huh. And so Abraham had a brother called Haran, and then Haran gave birth to a, a, a guy called Lot. 
And so when God called Abraham and Abraham was leaving even his father's house, uh, Abraham decided to go with this young man who was called Lot because uh, he was Abraham's nephew. And I believe that Abraham had a certain kind of love even for him. That's why he decided to let Lot even follow him to where God was taking him to. Now Lot, you know, Lot uh, did a lot of things. Uh, the Bible, we, we don't want to go into, you know, the story of Lot, but we want to talk about Lot's wife. Now, the Bible speaking, Jesus Christ tells his disciples that, listen, there is a need that you remember Lot's wife. There is a need that you remember Lot's wife. Now, there are two things here that I want us to consider. Remember and then Lot's wife. When we talk about, you know, uh, remembrance, that is, you know, recalling something that has happened or something somebody did whatsoever. It, it has to do with, you know, you recalling. And then he talks about Lot's wife. So remember Lot's wife. Lot's wife, that is the position this person occupied. She occupied a position as a wife. Are you with me? And so any position that you are put into, you will be remembered for something that you did even in that position. Are you with me, somebody? Yes, sir. I'm going to take it from a different perspective altogether, not in the salvation way and all that. You see, so anywhere you are positioned, there is going to be something that people are going to remember you even for. And so why is Jesus telling us that there is a need that we remember Lord's wife? I believe there are certain lessons that we can learn even from the story of Lord's wife. And the first thing uh, that the Spirit of the Lord ministered to me while we were praying here, even on Friday after we had had fun, and Osofu Dirok, we are group, you know. Ah, yene wase ye winia. Osofu Dirok, so amaya minus three. Ah, Mr. Zossi on TSS, we winning the group. Spad, Osofu Dirok, we winning also. Hallelujah. And so, you know, in the place of prayer, the Lord now drops this scripture into my spirit. And then I began to ask the Lord, so what are we to talk about? And then the Lord says that there are a lot of things that we can learn even from this woman called Lord's wife. When we look at their story carefully, in the book of uh, Genesis chapter 19, the verse number 17 and 16, we, you know, Genesis chapter 17, the entire verse, you know, talks about, you know, how Sodom and Gomorrah, how God wanted to go and destroy this community called Sodom and Gomorrah and all that. And then you, you notice that when the angel of the Lord, you know, brought them out even of Sodom, he gave them a particular instruction. He tells them that, listen, as you are going make sure that you don't turn back don't look back that is one thing that he tells them and then he tells them that as you are going make sure that you don't settle anywhere near the place he says do not look behind thee neither stay thou in all the place escape to the mountains lest ye be consumed. So, you see, there was a destination even for these people. 
There was a place that the angel of the Lord that appeared to them pointed out to them that this is where you are supposed to go to. And as you are going to this place, make sure that you don't look back. Because I have brought you out of a certain lifestyle. I have brought you out of a certain hardship. I have brought you out of a certain place. And so make sure that as you are going, even when you meet a certain place where you feel you can stay, don't stay there. Move to this particular place where I have apportioned and I have told you even to stay. Move to the mountains or else you will be consumed. But the Bible makes us understand that in the verse 26, that as they were going, Lord's wife, she looked back. She turned back and then she turned into a pillar of salt. Now you and I know that salt is good. Jesus says that we are the salt of the earth. He says that if the salt loses its flavor, it is of no use. Now, salt is good, but this woman, as she turned back and she turned into a salt, she became a pillar. As of a pillar of salt in Kwaibeni, Edebeye. <laughs> now, salt is good, but pillar of salt. Maybe I just say, Amisha died, grow moon quina. You bet me the pillar of salt now. But you notice that, I mean, in as much as salt is good, a pillar of salt is of no use. So, what do we learn even from this place? Why is Jesus telling us to remember Lord's wife? One, we must remember Lord's wife, and we can learn from Lord's wife's story. To be focused in life. The first thing we can learn even from this. Is that there is a need that we remain focused. In everything that God has called us to do. There is a need that we remain focused. In our work with God. There is a need that we remain focused. In our businesses. There is a need that we remain focused. In our academics, there is a need for focus. In our marriages, there is a need for focus. Now, the Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 6, the verse number 22, it says that if your eye be single, it says that the eye is the lamp of the body. Now, if your eye be single, your whole body is filled with light. You having a single eye means that you are focused on a particular thing. When we talk about being focused, we are talking about a state of having a clear visual definition. That is you setting your mind, you setting your heart, you setting your eyes up upon a particular thing and making sure that this is where I am going and I will make sure I will get there. Until I get there, I am not, you know, turning my, my, my eyes whatsoever even to any other thing. There is a need for focus. And so the Apostle Paul, uh, we, we don't really know the writer of Hebrews, but some, you know, scholars say that it's Paul. 
who wrote it according to theologians some of them say there's a school of thought we don't really know the writer of Hebrews but if I say Apostle Paul you know is balanced if you go and hear somewhere that we don't so that you don't say Pastor Sack lied to you hallelujah and so Hebrews chapter number 12 the verse number 2 I love the amplified version Hebrews chapter 12 it says that focusing our eyes on who on Jesus focusing our eyes on Jesus who is the author and the perfecter of our faith and so in our work with God there is a need for what focus there is a need for focus in everything that we are doing there is a need for what focus God brought you to this house you know in your heart that there is a blessing even in this house for you I think the new amplified version puts it in a different way it says that not paying attention to the destructive natures you know that God brought you here even to be blessed you know why God brought you here but there are some people in the church who are kind of you know doing any everything to put you away even away from coming to church sometimes you feel like this person and because of what listen there is a need for you to focus focus on the reason why you came to this church you did not come here because of anybody you came here to have an encounter with the Lord you came here to meet God you came here because you had a burden in your heart that you needed something to change that is why you came here you did not come here to come and you know look at anybody for anybody to confuse you the apostles Paul said something he said that in the church beware of what dogs dogs and you see when a dog begins to bark the intention of the dog barking is to drive you away yes sir beware of what dogs <laughs> and so you see the devil has strategically positioned people even to bring instructions to us so that we will turn back and say, say no I wasn't even going to church until I watched Aurora TV and then I decided that I would start going to church again but if this is what the people in the church or somebody particularly is doing in the church then I am going back it says that remember Lord's wife if you go back you are going to turn into a pillar of salt. I mean, you are a brother. God brought you to this church. You saw something. You knew that the time has come for you to be blessed. And you entered this house. You have been on fire for some time. But you began to see certain sisters. You saw Nyash. And that is how you have become confused. Remember 
Lord's wife. You came from somewhere. If you let that thing that you are seeing confuse you, my brother. One brother told me something. I said, Papa, catch your sister away, sir. And my name shot a real tighty tighty view. And I said, me one. In my heart, I said, brother, you have a last problem. You have to deal with it. If what the sister is wearing is confusing you, remember Lord's wife. Because if you allow that thing to distract you, you will become a pillar of salt. You are in need of money. You need money. A certain man in your workplace just said, What kind of stories are true? Baby girl, sweetheart, honey, you know how we are, man. This is what I am going to do for you. The Bible says, I remember Lord's wife. If you are distracted by that and you turn, listen, some of these people they have nothing good to offer you, and all they are doing, you see, the, the, the devil is working so hard in this season, doing everything even to get us from our blessing. And so there is a need for focus. As a believer, you must focus. God has given you a business idea, a vision. You must focus. You are a husband. Eh? Young girls, there is a need for you to focus. You are a student. Your mother has taken you to school to go and learn. There is a need for you to do what? Focus. If somebody deceives you in school and begins to tell you, oh, let's go and follow these people. Remember Lord's wife. So the first thing we have to be very cautious of that we can learn even from this story is what? Being focused. There is a need for us to be focused. And then the second thing that we learn, even from this story, is that the woman was what? Disobedient. She was disobedient. She was disobedient to God. She was disobedient to the angel the Lord sent. The messenger. I believe that she was disobedient to her husband as well. Because I say, wifey, me did this a lot, say. Me doffo. Say what did you above for on a canon? I say, mirror, Martin, Martin, how? Mirror, Martin, mirror, Mr. Martin. Something. Remember 
Los Suarez. You know, I, I believe very much. You see that at this point, the husband re-emphasized even on what the angel of the Lord was telling this woman. But because of disobedience, she decided to do her own thing. And she looked back. The Bible says in Genesis, even chapter number 19, the verse number 26, she looked back and she became a pillar of salt. Deuteronomy chapter 12, the verse number 28, Moses said something. It says that you people have to be very careful even to obey all the commandments that the Lord has given even unto you. This is Moses speaking to the people by the inspiration of the Lord. First Samuel chapter number 15, the verse number 22. It says that for God, and someone said, he said that the Lord desires and he delights even in obedience more than what? Bent offerings. It is better to obey the voice of the Lord. Lord. A lot of you, you are obedient. You are disobedient. You see, disobedience made the woman become a pillar of salt. A lot of us are disobedient to spiritual authority. Uba sorry has said, we catch or software catch will say you see. You see, you are no wiser than the set man of the house. Are you with me? If if major chooses people to do certain things, and in this house there is a hierarchy. Maybe I will be, there is a hierarchy. So what he has here. And the woman, when you come and they instruct you, there is a need for you to be obedient. Your pastor tells you, do this. There is a need for you to be obedient. Also, I heard a story of a lady who was in the rehab. And this lady, she brought a man to her pastor. And then the man of God told the lady that this guy, my spirit doesn't like the guy. Let this guy go. The lady is like, eh, we have dated for three years and all these years, you know, blah, 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 and everything, and you, you, you didn't say anything. Now that the guy has come that he wants to marry me, you are saying your spirit doesn't like the guy. So, you see, a lot of you are disobedient. You come to this church. We've been saying all the time, if somebody tells you that I want to go out with you, make it known to the shepherds of the house. Let us know that this and this. Also, for the lady disobeyed, she married the guy in a different church. Yes. After five months, she discovered that everything the guy said he was was a lie. No, no, this brother was living in an uncle's house who lives abroad. Everything was for the man. The guy had nothing. Susu, we, 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 we,
And that's how when the woman found out, the woman went off. Listen, anytime you disobey instructions, anytime your ego tells you to disobey, your leaders or authorities remember Lord's wife. The final thing I talk about is that everything we do in this life, we will be remembered. Everything we do in this life, we will be remembered. It's either you are remembered for something good or you are remembered for something bad. You will be remembered for it. You will be remembered for it. You Listen, the Bible says that a good name is better. It is better for you to have a good name even than for you even to be known as a gang leader. It is better for your name to be remembered for something good and something nice than for people to remember you and they will begin to cry and they will begin to shed tears and they will wish that you know they never met you. You see Lot's wife I believe she had a certain character and a certain attitude that was louder even than her name. That is why her name was never mentioned and some of you you know you know you know that in your neighborhood and that is how some of you your children are going to remember you because everything and all they saw their parents do and their father do is that from morning to evening now what but listen people of God there is a need that you are remembered even for something good everything that you are doing in this world you will be remembered for it there are a lot of people who have lived even in the days of old when we look from Abraham when we talk about Abraham we remember a father of faith when we talk about Abraham we remember a man who had a covenant even with God when we mention the name of Sarah we remember that Sarah was the mother of a prominent man called Isaac out of her womb she raised a mighty man out of Sarah's womb a whole generation was better when we mention the name of Hagar we know that she was a woman who committed even adultery with a certain man a certain woman's husband who was Abraham even though her boss you know instructed her to do so but that is the mind that comes even into our head when we talk about Samson we remember a mighty man of valor who lost his anointing who lost his strength and everything he had because of a woman when we talk about you know the apostle Paul we remember a man who was so valiant he was so you know perceived that God was able to do even exceedingly and abundantly above all we can imagine and even think about and so we saw a man who was so vibrant in 
the things of God. That is what we remember the apostle Paul for. When we talk about Jesus, we remember somebody who walked on the face of this earth, even for 33 good years, and he never sinned. He never did any evil. He never, he never, he never, he never, he never, no sin was found even in the Savior. We saw and we remember a man who came to die even on a cross and he shed even his blood even for you and I even though he was a man like you and I subject to like passion he did not yield even to the flesh but he subdued even to the authority of death so that he would gain a certain authority even over death so that you and I we can be set free even from our sins when we talk about you what will we remember even about you are you going to be remembered as one of the bad girls even in the bible are you going to be remembered like Jezebel who killed even a whole lot of prophets and incited a husband who was a king with her witchcraft and made her do things that were contrary to the will of God is that how you are going to be remembered are you going to be remembered like Delilah or you are going to be remembered like Rahab a prostitute who got converted and became a born again you know I believe that Rahab remembered Lord's wife because as at the time the incident happened Rahab wasn't around but I believe she had a story concerning something that happened and Rahab came to her senses and she understood that I have come to a crossroad even in my life and at this point I need to remember and give my life even to the Lord holy are you going to be remembered even for something good or you are going to be remembered even for something bad are you going to be remembered even just as Ruth a woman who had so much faith and she was determined that if I perish I am going to perish and she said to her mother-in-law that your God will be my God and wherever you go I am going to go with you even if I die I don't care I am going to die are you going to be remembered just like Esther or you are going to be remembered like one of the bad girls Esther stood and she said that listen king I am coming into your presence I don't care what has happened I don't care your authority but I remember that they brought our people even out of a certain bondage and that same God who brought us out even from our Egypt place and took it us into our promised land that same God is able even to bring redemption to his people even for such a time as this and Esther said that if I perish I don't care let me perish if I perish at least I will be remembered that I fought a good fight I fought a good fight even for my people what are you going to be remembered for as a father even to your children are you going to be remembered as a prayer warrior even in the sight of your children are you going to be remembered as a man who loved the Lord are you going to be remembered as a man who lived his life well and left his children and his great-grandchildren an inheritance or you are going to be remembered even for nothing done and your legacy is going to fade away even from the sin and even from the sight what are you going
going to be remembered for. Somebody listen, there is a need that we set ourselves in order. There is a need that we reconstruct our mindset. There is a need that we position ourselves and we let go of the past and focus even on the future. The Bible says that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has he entered the heart of man. What God has prepared even for his people. You see, the, the, the wife of Lot, she looked back, forgetting that the back, the, 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 the back that she is looking is her past. And yesterday is your past. And today is your present. It is a gift from God, even to you. That is why it is called a present. So everything that you got to do, even to make amends in your life, you can do it today. Today salvation has drawn near to you. It is now your heart. Are you going to accept salvation? Or you are going to neglect it? He looked back. She looked back. Today is your present and it's a gift. Tomorrow is your future and that is your destiny. If you got it wrong yesterday, today you can correct things so that tomorrow things can be better for you. You don't want to trade your future because of something that is pressing you. Somebody, if you will move on, there is a need that you have this mindset in you. Let this mind be in you, even as it was in Christ. Remember Lord's wife. Celebrate the Lord Jesus. Thank you for joining us this week on Wind of Revival podcast. Like what you had. So-